What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Shred Show live with me, Josh Pitts, and a very special friend of mine, Raquel Boris, joining me this morning. You know her, you love her, you've seen her on LinkedIn, you've seen her on Facebook, and I am very excited. Her and I have collaborated on a lot of things, and this is the first time I've had her on my show, and I'm honored, I'm humbled, because she's absolutely brilliant when it comes to branding and marketing, and that's what we're here to talk about for you this morning to help your brand go. Raquel, welcome to the Shred Show Live. Thanks so much for hanging out with me this morning. Oh my, is it bad that my heart's beating really fast? No, I totally this normal. Mine is too. I've been really nervous in a really long time. Oh, and that's awesome. I'm like, ah, I'm live. This You're is so exciting. Kind of freak, freaking out a little bit. Yeah. You're like, oh my okay, gosh. I take this stuff very seriously. So before we move further, okay, so any excuse to wear a hat because you get to wear a hat. Yes. Okay. And Love you know, you're Callie. And then- just because I'm trying to campaign. <laughs> I don't know if you can see this. I want a shred fluencer. I want to, oh my gosh, yes. I am sending you a shred fluencer shirt. Rick, done. Guys, you want to get something done. I love Josh on the side and I have uh, on the bottom. So you like are said, amazing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Our newest, our newest shred fluencer, Raquel Boris. I'm so excited to have you. That was brilliant. Oh my gosh. That's why I love ha hanging out with you and talking with you because you are always full of surprises. And let's, I mean, that literally perfectly leads us into what we're talking about, Raquel, because you've, you are absolutely brilliant when it comes to putting out content, when it comes to making videos, and that's really what's helped your brand grow. And I, and I want you to kind of share your story. Over the last year, year and a half, you've gone through this transition, and that's exactly why I wanted to have you on the show and talk about it because everybody thinks number one it's too late to start putting out content there's like what do i put out it's too late to put out content but you're you're you and me think exactly the same of the contrary it now couldn't be a better time so for those who don't know you again if you don't know you should definitely follow her on linkedin on facebook because she puts out amazing content she talk about enthusiasm she's one of those people like me has a ton of enthusiasm always is smiling and so when i'm hanging out, like i can't help but smile when i'm hanging out with you raquel so Tell everybody who don't who they if they don't know you, tell us a little bit about Raquel, your journey in, in our industry, and now how you got to where you are now. Uh, so I let's see. Okay, so I'm gonna age myself. I'm gonna be 45 years old this year. So it goes to show you it's never too late. Everyone thinks it has to be a millennial or a generation Z. Not never. the case. Um, but I'm actually newer to the mortgage industry. I think I started maybe five years ago. And I did different positions, business development, client relations manager. And then last year, I was given the opportunity to be a brand relations manager slash social, social media manager for a mortgage company. So obviously, ha having that be my job to bring awareness, you know, brand awareness to the company, I was being paid to be out to get out there, right? Because I sure. getting made fun of all the time. You're everywhere. You're all over social media. And I'm like, well, I'm getting paid to do it. Um but something we had discussed earlier is that I am an artist. I have a creative background. I come from an artistic family and I was an art history major. So I'm a very, very creative person. My brother, I'm sporting his shirt. He designed this shirt. So wow. he's too. But coming from that type of world, when you're in the mortgage industry, <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's hard to find your place. And so I, it was exciting for me last year to be put in this position because it allowed me to suddenly be in this space where I could be creative. Sure. And uh, that's kind of, so I just took it. And now that I'm on my own, I can take it even further because now I have 100% creative control of my own brand. Um, but yeah, it just kind of 
organically happened in a way where I just slowly realized, like, I just want to be me. I want to show the world who I am just because I'm in the mortgage space doesn't mean I have to keep myself in certain lanes, for instance. And uh, yeah, here I am. Well, you, Facebook Live. <laughs> yes, we're 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 jamming out. We're shredding this morning, which reminds me, if you're just joining us live, make sure you comment. Or if you're live, there's so many people. Raquel, you brought an audience with you this morning. We got so many people hanging out with us live. So if you're joining us live, if you're hanging out, make sure you comment hashtag shred. You're here, you're shredding with me and Raquel this morning. And if you're joining us on the replay, make sure you comment hashtag hustle because you're out there hustling, getting it done. So you mentioned coming this creativity, and and so many people think that again, you have to be like over the top creative to start building a brand to start building awareness but there are great people like you who are creative but at the same time like you just have to be you and I think that's what you have done so perfectly is you weren't trying to put on this persona you weren't trying to be somebody you weren't you just I wasn't up- first though I wasn't you first you were like everybody else I was at first so Man. T- and that's what I want to talk about so talk about that so talk about that transition where you were you were trying to be somebody but now you now you're just you and I think from what I've seen your audience has just continued to grow in a very organic and a very real way a lot faster so talk about that uh, you kind of mentioned it from your start of kind of being yeah. paid to be uh, paid to be out there but now you just get to do it for you so talk a little bit about that yeah. transition what that looked like Well, obviously at first, you know, I'm representing a company, you know, you have to be professional, you have to, you're representing somebody else. But at the same time, the company that had hired me knew already who, you know, who I was. And so they appreciated that about me, which was fantastic. So that also allowed me to kind of transition showing a little bit of my personal side. But that was the thing is, is, as soon as I started showing more of my personal side and people started kind of connecting with me in a way where they're like, oh, wow, it's so refreshing what you do, especially in the mortgage space, right? Because we're, we're, it's getting much better. But for the longest time, we were used to seeing, seeing the same thing all day long. And so suddenly when you have someone like me that's a little kooky, quirky, a little crazy <laughs> that comes on the scene, I guess you can't help but notice and whether it's good or bad, believe me, I, you know, it's not all good, sure. uh, but at the end of the day, like I just had to be me and I, I can't tell you like how amazing it feels to be able to just be me out on social media and have people accept me for who I am. And so I think, you know, when I transitioned to my own company, that's why it's called true to you branding, because I want people just to be true to themselves. Like you'd be surprised you know, people just want to see you like people think they want you to be a certain way, but that's not the case. I don't know where we got this perception, this idea that we have to be somebody else in order to impress, please do business. I, I think we need to like totally wipe that out. <laughs> I am so glad because this is something I literally get asked all the time. And this is why I call people shredfluencers. And we kind of come up with that term is because this idea that you're talking about that people have to be a, 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 a fictional character or they have to be an actor on screen or on social media you have some of these influencers who have done it the wrong way they're sitting in front of lamborghinis and ferraris and planes so people feel like they have to be fake they have to feel like they have to post those pictures and i'm like ladies and gentlemen have you ever seen me post a picture like that have i ever i never will like i I just won't have i had opportunities to drive nice cars and do nice things sure but you don't have to have that fake persona. And maybe if that's your lifestyle, I'm not bashing it. I'm not oh, saying yeah, it's a bad that's, thing. That's you and that's yes. your life. Own it. Like, sure. yeah, absolutely. So, so- 
Grant Cardone. Let's just talk about Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone's a pervert. Like the dude's, a, I mean, has more money than he knows what to do with. He's always posting lavish pictures of him in his jet and him traveling. That's him. Like he can do that. But you don't need to be Grant Cardone. You don't need to be somebody like that. If you're Raquel Boris, if you're Josh Pitts, and you're living a normal life your audience is going to be the one that's who you're trying. You're not trying to get in front of Grant Cardone's audience. You're trying to get in front of your audience and really keep their attention. And I think what you're this true to you branding, which we're going to talk about more here in just a sec. This idea is just such a cool idea. And it's just, you have to be, people talk about the word authentic right now. You have to be you, you have to be genuine. And the more genuine you are on social media, people connect with you. And they, I think they do it in a, in a much more organic and much faster way. So true to you branding, you mentioned you were doing marketing for a company. You were doing social media for a company. Now you've made this transition as an entrepreneur. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm doing this by myself. I mean, I'm sure there's Tim, like some scared moments, a little bit of timidness going into it. But how has that yeah. transition been? Has it has it been difficult? Have I mean, tell us uh, the the honest um, truth. I'm actually extremely humbled by the experience so far. I'm only, I think this is my fourth week, so maybe I'm a month in. <laughs> And I can't even tell you. I mean, obviously, when I made the transition, I knew there was a need there. You know, sure. I, I talked to people. You know, I had a conversation and everything yes. because I wanted to know that I mean, if I'm going to go out on my own, that people need my services, right? So I knew that there were people out there that need me. But let me tell you, as soon as I announced it, every single day I'm getting people reaching out to me. Hey, I want to do business with you. Hey, can we talk? Can we? I, every day. I mean, at least several people. So the demand is so much bigger than I ever thought. And it's not just in the mortgage real estate industry. I thought for sure I was gonna be niched in that space and I was gonna be kind of boxed in. I mean, I, I have a client now that's a dentist and I was working with her yesterday. I did some videos with her. Um, you know, I have other clients that are out of out of the industry as well. And it's, a, it's incredible. So I'm definitely humbled because, you know, most people that start their own business are right away having to look for it or at least putting themselves out there like, hey, I, you know, I'm doing this. No, that's the thing with the power of social media. I already had a presence. I already had people knowing what I was doing. So as soon as I announced it, it's like people just jumped on board, be like, okay, well, now we want you to work with us. That's awesome. You know, I'm on my own. So I, it is, it's absolutely incredible. It is scary. I definitely am living out of my comfort zone every single day. That I'm not going to lie about. It's definitely different, but I'm so happy. But you're doing it, and that's you're you're literally embodying the the essence of what a shredfluencer a shredfluencer is. You got to show up, you got to hustle, you got to repeat every day. Are there parts that you're scared of? Absolutely. Are there parts where you're a little unsure? Of course. But you learn every single day. You get better. And I think people underestimate themselves, and that's what I love you sharing. That going into this, I'm sure you were a little bit like, oh my gosh, what are people going to say? How are they going to react? But then as soon as you put yourself out there, you're like, oh my gosh. And you, you know, we were talking about Bernie Hodak actually, and we talked about super fans. You really. Yeah. Find out who your super fans are when you go out and do something like you've done. Yes. I hope Brittany's like eventually on here because she said she was going to be. And I know she is a huge fan base herself. So yes. I'm a hashtag super fan of hers. <laughs> I need to have her on a live. I don't, I've never had her on a live, but I actually just posted a clip of her and I just a few weeks ago that her and I recorded just the I other day. It. Brittany is such, I mean, she's one of those people who just like you that just when it comes to branding and being yourself, she talks she's about it. She's so modest and humble. Oh, yeah. And she's not trying to be anybody else. And that's why people connect with her. That's why when I connected with her a while ago, I automatically was like, I like this chick because I know that I'm. she's going to be who she is when 
she's off camera or off social media. And that was something that I tell people all the time. My The biggest compliment that I can receive is that when people meet me and they're like, oh my gosh, you're just like you are on your videos or on your social media. And I tell them, duh, because that is me. Yep. That's the whole point is to show that it doesn't matter off or off the camera. I'm going to be the same goofball that I am. And I think that's what's key is, and especially in, you mentioned this in the very beginning, when it comes to a professional industry like mortgage or real estate, sometimes people think that they have to be that buttoned up suit and tie all the time, like, which honestly is just not the case. And as a matter of fact, your audience is they 99% of the time, they they don't pursue you in that way. You're not the buttoned up Thai person that they know, especially your friends, family, and, and the people who are closest with you. They don't perceive you in that way. Sometimes I think we mix up the idea of like, oh, well, the rest of the industry is acting or dressing this way, so I need to fit that part. I need to play the part. When again, in actuality, we're not trying to we're, we're not trying to resonate with that with the mortgage audience. We're trying to resonate with the people that are following us on social media, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, which that's where I want to direct the next my part of our conversation is you've used all the social media platforms. It, it looks like LinkedIn for me and watching you on LinkedIn, that's kind of been your strongest platform. But which one of the social media platforms has kind of been that one for you that you've really connected with and you found kind of found your niche audience on? LinkedIn. And oddly enough, the reason why I got on LinkedIn. So at the time, I think I had been divorced maybe like three years. And so I had gotten off Facebook as soon as I got divorced because I was, you know, typical. I'm like, I don't want to hear. <laughs> right. So I got off of Facebook. Instagram still hadn't launched yet. Mm -hmm. I think maybe Instagram maybe was 2014. I'm not I don't remember. So once again, aging myself <laughs> and nice. I just did Twitter. So LinkedIn was that one platform where I thought, and this is once again, perceiving I'm just newly divorced. I didn't have a career before I was a stay at home mom. So I'm like, okay, now I got to start a career. So I'm like, well, I got to get on LinkedIn because I want to be taken seriously. I want to find a career. And so that's what happened is I got on LinkedIn because I wanted to be perceived in a certain way. <laughs> thinking that that's how I needed, that's how I was going to get a job, that's even awesome. though I had a job, right? But yeah, so it just goes back to, I started out with fall pretenses, if you will. That's so, <laughs> and most of us do. And that's just it is, is so many of us, LinkedIn, I think has been one of those. And I'd love your thoughts on this. Um, LinkedIn, so many people think it is, of course, it's a professional network. I'm not mm -hmm. saying it's not, but a lot of people think that it has to be business all the time. And I think that's where a lot of mistakes are made is that people think that they can't be their real self on there is they have to be that, like I mentioned earlier, that buttoned up kind of tie and suit type person when in actuality you don't. Would you agree? I agree. And hey, I'm, I love to get dressed up. I have, if you looked in my closet, I have maybe like 50 blazers and slacks. Like uh, people know I love, I love suits. So believe me, any opportunity that I have to wear a suit, like if I'm at a conference or on a, you know, speaking, I'll wear the suit. I love it. But at the same time, that's not me all the time. I want to sure. be able to, you know, get on here live and wear one of my brother's shirts and I have yoga pants on and, you know, just like be you, just be, be you. you. Like <laughs> in my home on it, sitting on two pillows, having my computer against the window, like, <laughs> It's awesome. We, we literally talked about this. We, I wish sometimes people could see the behind the scenes of like getting yeah. set up. 
and I've and I've shared this with our audience before, but there has been times where like to get my camera in the right light and so it could actually see me, I was like putting garbage cans up in hotels to put the, my camera on top of a garbage can because I forgot my tripod or this or that. And it just goes to show, ladies and gentlemen, like you don't have to have the top of the line equipment to do this. Like you can set up your phone or your computer, just use what you have. You don't have to go. You're you're not a production. You don't have to be a Steven Spielberg and produce a beautifully looking video. Just put yourself out there in the best way that you can, and you know build from there. So now something that you've done a lot of is video. You do a lot of video and and it seems to connect with your audience. And it seems like you do a lot of shorter videos. Is that, it seems like that resonates with your audience. Yes. I, I mean, just talking to a lot of my colleagues and friends, it seems like their attention spans are pretty short. So I try to keep it at two, two and a half minutes. I mean, I remember I did a video two weeks ago and it was five minutes long and I needed to preface it in the beginning. Hey guys, I'm getting on a soapbox. This is going to be long. Like if you don't want to hear me, just move on. And it was five minutes. So how sad is that, that I have to actually warn people that, you know, they have to pay attention for five minutes. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I keep them kind of short and sweet. But, but I think that's just yeah. it. And I think sometimes people, because you have shows like, so my show typically goes like we're, we're about 17 minutes right now. Sometimes people think they have to do a show or a podcast or something that's, you know, you have guys like Joe Rogan where his, I heard a statistic recently where his average show is like two hours and 32 minutes long. And I'm like, holy cow, like that's, none of us are Joe Rogan number one. And like he has some insane guests, but you don't have to put out this, this long content. You don't have to put out these long videos as clearly you've seen these shorter pieces of content, these shorter, what I like to call micro content. Mm -hmm. People, people like that. We have short attention spans. They're not going to stay around for 20 or 30 minutes all the time, those short little bits and pieces that plus we get to know Raquel in, in that type of way. So, yeah. And plus, I mean, obviously in videos where it's at, so the, you know, if I'm going to be putting out a lot of video, I can't have every video be like 10 minutes. Cause right. yeah, I mean, yeah. that's why I actually am trying to get over on YouTube on the YouTube channel so that I can do longer videos over there. Cause I think it's expected and it's okay. But I tell people, if you have something important to say, and it's a really good story, they're going to listen. Believe me. Like the people that I love that I follow, like on Instagram and other platforms like Chrissy Teigen and uh, Jennifer Gardner, I can watch them all day long. I mean, seriously, because I just I connect with them and I love what they make me laugh and they're themselves. And so I, I tell people, if you have something great to say, people will listen. Right. That is actually probably one of the best things. People are out there. People are listening. I actually had a conversation with somebody else uh, earlier today. Who He's a writer. And he said, you know, sometimes we think that people maybe some if we don't put it out there, people aren't going to see it. They're not going to read it. You just yeah. have to start putting content out there for people to see. And the people that actually like it, that's your audience. Great. Yeah. If they don't like it, that's totally okay. There's like, 70 billion people in this world. Exactly. Like, have an audience (laughs) everybody even if you think you're the weirdest most like awkward person in the world there's somebody that's gonna be like oh my gosh like yes so don't be scared and you mentioned youtube actually uh, we have we have a lot of a a big youtube audience today so thanks for joining us on youtube if you're on youtube uh, joining us thanks uh, we're all over. I say subscribe to, which let's go to that next. So, but again, coming back to everybody that's watching, thanks for joining us on this show. Again, if you're just joining us, we got Raquel, Raquel, Raquel Boris with us hanging out. We've been talking about true to you branding, building your brand. And uh, we're live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Vimeo, all across.
across different channels. And uh, thanks everybody for joining us. And if you're joining us, make sure you comment hashtag shred. And we would love it if you share this with your audience, which that's what I want to talk about next to kind of wrap things up, Raquel. If people want to learn more about True To You branding and what you're doing and how they can get involved, how what's the best way for them to connect with you? Um, so being once again, super transparent human being that I am, I am still trying to figure out like my website, I have a domain, but the website isn't set up. So I'm right now literally just giving people my phone number and they have my email like on LinkedIn or their Facebook instant messaging me. I mean, it's just super grassroots right now, you guys, <laughs> but that's, but that's kind of like why I'm doing what I'm doing. Cause I want to show that it, you don't have to be over the top in order to be successful. You can still, you know, do your thing and not have you know, everything set up right away. So yeah, right. everybody starts somewhere. <laughs> Bill Gates and those guys started in a garage. So you, everybody's got to start somewhere. Yeah. So, so uh, connect with Raquel on LinkedIn, uh, connect Instagram. Are you on Instagram as yeah, well? Instagram, uh, Facebook, YouTube, and everything's under my name, Raquel Boris. I don't have any fancy handles. Uh, that's one thing about branding. I don't remember who told me this, but they said, maybe it was Chelsea. Is it Pete's? Is that Pites. here? Chelsea Pites. Hi. Chelsea. Sorry, Chelsea. I love you. Chelsea Pites. I did one of her webinars and because of her, I changed my Instagram ha handle because it was at Rocky875. And she's like, for your brand, when people Google you, they want you to be able to find you easily. So you want to have your name. So I actually changed it over to Raquel Boris because of her. And then everything else is remaining just Raquel Boris. Nothing fancy. You meant to mention some really powerful women on this. You, you got yourself, you got Brittany Hodak, you got Chelsea Pites, you got some great people, some great women doing some awesome I things. So. Yeah, I'm super lucky. So, so Raquel, thank you so much for hanging out with us. I love with what, what you're doing, True to You Branding. I'm so excited to continue to collaborate with you and I because there's so many things that you and I are doing together. And guys, be willing to collaborate. Although Raquel and I are working on similar projects, there's still opportunity to help one another, to grow. You know, actually, I want to end with this because I had somebody tell me, it's, it's kind of like the hip-hop lifestyle. If you if you're if you're into hip hop or maybe you're not, but the biggest artists in the world get together to collaborate on different projects. They share each other's albums. That's how they yeah, help one another. Shakira with the Super Bowl, like right. Super Perfect example. Perfect example, Shakira. And whether you like their performance or not, there's so much controversy. Look, you got two superstars who got together to collaborate. You think they're not competitors? You bet You bet they are, but they still collaborated. And I'm so very grateful for Raquel coming on and sharing everything that she knows and great, giving great value to everyone. So thank you so much. We love you, Raquel. We're proud of you. We're excited to watch you grow. So, and remember, and don't forget my Shred Fluencer t-shirt. Or hold on. Watch this. Hold on. Keep them entertained. Hold on. Watch okay. this. Hold oh, on. Entertained. Oh gosh. Um, I can't. I can dance, but I can't sing, and I'm not gonna. Here it is. Here it is. There it is. Right there. Wait, it's black there and white. I love it. That is uh that is on its way to you. Not to get what you want. <laughs> you have to ask, or you're never gonna get it. Oh, I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us this morning. It's been an incredible episode. And again, if you like what you saw, make sure you hit that like button, share it out there to your audience. Cause again, we need you and it's all because of you that we get to continue to do what we love. So as always, we appreciate you. We love you. Now it's time to go show up, hustle, repeat every day. See ya.